Is Garth Lyons coming in at the start? Hello, how are you? God, that's a Bill Burr thing. I'm admitting that I used to listen to Bill Burr. He's alright, he was in that Mandalorian thing recently. So, we're back for episode 2 of the new year. People said it couldn't be done, but it is done. Um, we have reached a Thursday day. I'm gonna. I'm going to meet this Thursday release date every single time, I'm telling you. What's new with me? Working on a frameworks to hand in. Um, nervous. Um, the application process is very annoying. It keeps uh, not saving the stuff that I put in and also still having trouble uh, getting a producer as is often the case with these things. So what am I here for? But to mention the Patreons again. Thank the Patreons the patrons so thank you very much Aiden Wall Anne Lyons Kyle O Michael Lyons and Tom Moore um, so yeah well, don't you want to be in that, that category don't you want to be with them do that you know um, join those ranks and you'll get a secret extra 10 well it's not secret because it's on but you'll get another 10 minute episode that's not much either but look I'll I'll get something together I'm still trying. I've got a lot of things I'm juggling. I told you about my frameworks. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, but another 10 minutes with our guest of honor today. They're all guests of honor. Um, but uh, Gav Fullerton, um, you'll hear as the episode goes on that we recorded back in October. So, you know, a long time coming. The first hack uh, film screening hadn't actually been done yet so that's how long ago this was um it's a good chat i don't really want to spoil it a lot of people will go i have a great chat with such and such and we mentioned this this and this um you know i think there's one thing i would say is that i mention uh garth ennis and we talk about um a character called cassidy which i don't even go on to explain but in preacher cassidy is an irish vampire that is friends with the eponymous preacher in the show and uh, in the show in well it's also a show but it's in the comic book I, you know the comic's actually better than the show the show had like some moments like little little bits where I was like ooh that's good and then it just oh, I don't know just the, the ups and downs were you know were so the ups were up the downs were very down not a fan um, ultimately although you know like I said had some good moments in it including Ruth Nega who shout out to her I, I don't know she's Irish isn't it why not um, but the comics are great and I uh, highly recommend getting those together um, so yeah all the stuff that we mentioned should be in the links below um, and I guess go on to our Patreon and su support us if you want to um, and I will do better to <clears throat> clear my throat I'll do better to uh, get some more stuff up there we have uh, membership cards which I'm in the process of making um so yeah i'll let you all know might do a special frameworks episode on the week of the podcast where i talk about the application and how annoying it is maybe i'll put that on the patreon i don't think anybody wants to see that in the regular anyway amazing gav fullerton now thank you for listening to this bye also one more thing i forgot to mention um the hack inc animation film club the event page is up now on our facebook um number three number three and it's going to be in the workman 6th of february at seven o'clock 6 30 for doors seven o'clock start um an hour with a break in the middle and this one is about um sex oh my god sex films 
this is not pornography. <laughs> this is sexy films. Films that include... It's not like sexy. Sexy is kind of misleading. But it's like sex and sexuality. Things that are adult but are not, um, you know, dumb and crass and puerile and stupid. Um, although there are one or two shorts in there but they're, who, that are that. But they are definitely justifying their position and being there. So come on down to see what I'm talking about there. Um, really good stuff so far. And I'm very excited to show them. Um, obviously the sexy S-E-X-X-Y type stuff is very tongue-in-cheek. Uh, they're not pornos. I cannot stress that enough. But please come on down and check those out. 6th of February in um, the Workman's on the Keys. And that is 7 o'clock, 6.30 doors, 7 o'clock open. It's free entry, an hour of shorts. Can't go wrong. It's going to be fun. All right, now for real, Gavin Fullerton. Freemusic.com Hello and welcome to the Hack Inc. Podcast. This is Gareth Lyons and I'm joined today by Gavin Fullerton. Sorry, I did your intro. He motioned to do it and then, do you want to say your own name? Uh, sure. Uh, Gavin Fullerton. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we're in his lovely studio space in Block T, which is uh, like, because yeah, the first time I saw Block T was like... It was in Smithfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did. I did. It's not that I thought it was there, but I thought it was. I thought I kind of had an idea of where it was, and then I kind of semi got lost for a little bit. But <laughs> then I found it. Um, but it's a really nice setup. It's actually like um, a lot more expansive than the one that was in Smithfield. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I never, I never seen no one in Smithfield. So. Oh right, yeah, yeah of course, because yeah. you were. Yeah, so you're. I guess you should say you're. You would you call yourself a freelance storyboard artist slash comic artist? Yeah, it's kind of the usual description I go yeah. by, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so um, you were working in Toronto until, like, with the past few, until recent years, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I moved there in 2016, I think. Uh, mm. And then I moved back last year, 2018. It was about, yeah, May 2018, I moved back to Dublin. Was there any reason for that, or is it just, like... Uh, yeah, I suppose I just never, I never planned on staying there you know the visas two years mm. and then to like apply for permanent residency it's you know it's like five grand and just a mm. huge amount of time and, and stuff and then uh, uh it's kind of a long story but my my girlfriend was living here at the time and and she moved over for like the last six months but yeah it just it just sort of transpired you know, that way yeah, yeah yeah and then like there's a because because I, I really wanted to try and just do more comic book work, uh, mm. there's the the artist tax exemption here. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Are you eligible for that with comic books? Yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. But now is it is it kind of dubious with animation though? Yeah. Which yeah, is so strange. Yeah it's 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 kind of like I'm not really sure where they draw the lines you know but but you can get it for comics. Uh, yeah. So that was that was kind of a big factor in me moving back here you know. So, um, how did you find Toronto while you were there? Ah, yeah, it's class, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a really great city. Um, just lovely people. Yeah. And you didn't delve much into the animation scene while you were there, or was it like... Yeah, well, I I don't know much about the animation scene. Like, I mean, I worked for, I worked for a studio there um, doing storyboarding. Mm. Um 
yeah, I don't really know much about like the kind of in indie animation scene there. If there, or if there even is really much of a much of a scene there for that, but it's mainly kind of comics and stuff. Yeah, you know, there's a great indie comic scene there. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, Scott Pilgrim, of course, would be a standard yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's just kind of mad. They want to they want to like independent cartoonists. Yeah. Come out of, I mean, with Toronto and the kind of surrounding area, I suppose. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of it really it's kind of like a mecca for for indie comics. You know, yeah. they have the they have the TCAF every year. Yeah, the yeah. Toronto Comics Art Festival, you know. Um. Which is just like you know, it's just like a this amazing event that's on every year, and mm. uh, great artists from all around the world show up, and you know it's uh, and it's just like it's you know I feel like there's a really supportive community there, like yeah. you know, and uh, then it's all kind of tied in with the punk scene and music scene and nice. stuff as well, you know. Um, is there, so there's a lot of music stuff going on there as well, or yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always plenty of gigs going on, you know, and I don't know. It's just. Uh, I think just for whatever you're into, there's there's a scene there, you know mm. what I mean? Like, and it's just really accessible, and people are really nice, you know. Yeah. Um, so I guess like working backwards as well. Where did you come from originally? Are you like in, like in Ireland? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm from Donegal originally. Okay, uh, right. What yeah, part of yeah. Donegal? I'm sure Niall will be curious to know. Do you know Niall? Uh, ne my God, Niall McGillicool. Sorry. Uh, I think uh, I don't know. I don't think I've actually met him, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I'm. I think I'm aware of his stuff. He's yeah. an animation student, right? Yeah, but well, he's also yeah, got a yeah, comic yeah. out at the moment, which we we'll plug here actually in lieu of an apology, which he wrote about uh, Matthew Broderick and his time at <laughs> Donegal. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I must. Uh, I think he might be at uh, Decaf. Actually, this, this he was. Uh, yeah, he was there. I, I believe he was there recently enough. Um, yeah, yeah, I must, uh, I must see if I can meet him. But yeah, now I'm from Donegal, and uh, Phil Bard as well is another Donegal cartoonist, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, did Savage Town there? We did mm. each other there recently. A lot of people from Donegal actually in an animation. Am I getting this right? Well, I know two pe two other people anyway. So right. <laughs> it seems like a lot to me. I remember that there was like a brief spin where there was like a lot of people from Galway for whatever reason. Because I'm from Galway originally. Right, so right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be no, up and down yeah. on the bus and you'd see tons of people. You yeah, know, so. yeah, yeah. Not right enough. Galway does have a, a few animation people around. Yeah. They have, um, they have uh, what's that studio over there? Uh, they have Man and Ink, but they have that they, other one. Mm. Um, begins with Oh, Telegale. Telegale, that's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, do they do any... They Yeah, no, they do. But I had to find that out. I didn't know they did animation in-house in Telegale. Yeah, Telegale, yeah, so. yeah. I think it's kind of a weird setup. They're not like yeah. a dedicated no. animation studio. No. They're more, more of a kind of production... Yeah, production assets and things yeah, as well, yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know. So people from Telegale can correct me. <laughs> but um, there's also... Um, yeah, so I guess... Where where did you get into animation in Donegal, or how did you come by getting into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose like I kind of, you know, I was always into drawing. You know, yeah. the most kind of animators are. But uh, yeah, it was just um, as a kid, you know, just into animation and the comics and the film. And I wanted to get into film originally. I was going to do instead of. Animation was going to do a film course, like live action, you know. Right. In IADT uh, or, or in, or sorry, where no, were you? No, it was, it was a place called the Nerve Center in Derry. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just like a one year kind of prep film yeah, yeah. course or something, you know. I didn't really have much, you know, uh, scope beyond that, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but I ended up not doing it. I ended up doing like a welding course <laughs> instead. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I was just kind of like fitting about doing like labor and stuff for a while. Um, but then, but then I got back into drawing in a big way. You know, I kind of like, you know, I was kind of drew in, in secondary school. Uh, and like I say, I just kind of got more into film towards the end of things. But uh, yeah, just after that, kind of, I think it was two years after d- doing the leaving cert or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of got back into drawing in a big way, and um, I did a I did a portfolio course in Derry. Mm. Um, just like a portfolio prep course, or whatever you know, you kind of yeah. to do like a bit of, a bit of everything, a bit of sculpting and design and fine art and stuff. And uh, yeah, just kind of just do that. Kind of, was kind of just looking on blo- like Blogger. I suppose was kind of the main yeah. kind of artist platform at the time, you know. And I found like a bunch of like concept art for animation, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was just like really into it. And then I just sort of, I think it was my cousin actually, sort of. He told me about uh, Ballyfermot and, yeah. and, you know, uh, that's kind of when I discovered that there's actually uh, quite a lot of animators in Ireland, yeah, you know, and yeah. there, is a, there is an industry here, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, I was planning on going to the I- IADT originally, yeah. and then I just didn't have the, like, a film leaving cert, like, you know. Yeah, right, right. You know, uh, so, but uh, Ballyfermot ended up taking me, Yeah, you know? yeah. That's kind of, like, yeah, because when I was in, um secondary school i remember saying animation to somebody and then like they just because it was actually funny i don't know how it happened but like my mum discovered that there was like an animation summer camp happening in galway right yeah, a very yeah, yeah. rare thing and then they expanded to like doing classes once a week so i was doing like stop motion animation but yeah it, it never occurred to me that animation might be a slightly obscure thing until right, i got to secondary yeah, school yeah. And then in secondary school, that was just like, type it into Qualifax there and see what comes up. <laughs> then the two that came up were like IADT and Ballyfermot. And then you, you know, I went to the Goy Film Flat and then the most names were up for IADT. And I was like, I like those films, so I'll, I'll go there. But um, yeah, it wasn't until I was actually in Dublin that I realized mm. that like it was animation was such a kind of prevalent thing. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That there was actually a big scene and things yeah. happening and. Now it's kind of hard to avoid, obviously, because of the Oscar nominations from yeah, the that's right. Stuff, yeah, I think you know. actually the year I, I think it was the year I went to buy from it. Mm. Uh, they got the Oscar nomination. You know what I mean? They had like a big banner up and stuff. You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was cool. You know, like it's kind of seemed like just as I stepped into it, it kind of blew up. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, kinda, for sure. You know, it's on RT and stuff like yeah. you know. It's uh, yeah, so like. Did you and in Ballyfermot, um, they didn't. Uh, I don't know how the program works, but did they? Would they have encouraged you to specialize in certain things, or did you get into storyboards there, or was it more something that you got into out afterwards? Yeah, like, um, you kind of you kind of do a bit of everything, like you know. Uh, I think they try and try and prep you for that. I mean, you can kind of focus on on what you want to focus on, I suppose. But but it's very much. You know, you do three D and hand drawn and everything. Mm. You know, so it's it's it is a bit of everything, but but I definitely like. Um, I think we had a, like a storyboard project. You know, and you, you had to take a piece of audio from from a film and storyboard it. Mm. And uh, don't know, just got a good reaction from the class and and from the from the teacher. You know. Um, yeah, I suppose a bit, a bit of a flair for it, and then 
like one thing I found really good at is like kind of running like night classes and stuff like sure. and uh, getting people from the industry to come in. And I uh, did a course with Tom Galvin. Oh yeah, yeah and he yeah. didn't Tom Galvin. I'm trying to play. Oh yeah, yeah, and he had that like no. I had somebody sent me a PDF of like his storyboard notes or something like that. Ah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think I was floating around for a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and I did a course with him, uh, just a night course, you know, mm. and uh, and yeah, like I mean, he like really liked my stuff, and like uh, he ran like a kind of really, like mini competition and stuff. Mm. And, uh, he was, I think he was moving to Canada at the time as well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think he was trying to give away some of his books, um, and uh, I kind of kind of won that wee competition and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, just like really encouraging, and so we just kind of had maybe just had a bit of a kind of. A flair for the storytelling aspect, you know, which is kind of what I was interested in. I was like, a, yeah, I hated 3D, like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And uh, we just kind of talking about Flash earlier again, yeah. just 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 couldn't work with it at all, you know, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I was interested in like physically animating, you know, and yeah. like, you know, uh, interested in the, the movement aspect and stuff. Yeah, because in your boards, I've seen them. My first introduction to them actually was we were looking for boards for the show Ends Meet that we were working on, and my friend sent me on your thing. Right, right. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of um, we were talking about like kind of kinetic energy in the drawings. Yeah, you know what I mean? sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah no, I, I could definitely feel that, like the movement, you know, focus. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it de- but the animation definitely felt more like a means, like the actual animating felt more yeah. like a means to an end. Totally. Rather yeah. than rather than really enjoying it do you know mm. what i mean it's obviously i mean it's, it's it's really cool to see see a bunch of your drawings come together and, and mm. move you know what i mean but it's but to me you know it's it's more about the broad yeah picture you know what i mean like also uh, there's like more chance to kind of put a bit of character into it as well like yeah because you know, yeah. when people say oh you can put a bit of character in this animation does not necessarily work for like tv or tight turnarounds yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah, but yeah, when yeah. you're doing the storyboards you can actually like put a little drawing in there where the character's movement is yeah you know. yeah yeah and you can have to you can have to say a lot with 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 few drawings you know yeah. I mean, when you're storyboarding you, you have to c- convey that emotion yeah you know you get it to come across with yeah just just as quickly as possible mm-hmm. as well you know and was the interest in comic books like always there as well or was it something that developed as you got more into like storyboards or something is that a stupid thing to say no no <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i was Definitely always interested in comics. Like, mm. um, I suppose like when I was a teenager, it was kind of sort of alternating between animation and comics. You know, mm. I kind of wanted to get into animation, but my sister was just like, you know, it takes like a hundred drawings to just make yeah, the person yeah. wave or whatever, you know. It's, <laughs> ah, it's <laughs> that was it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the, the, the I, main uh, discouraging. I still thought, I like, I think I've said it before, but I honest to God thought like, when somebody's like, oh, it takes 25, you know, 25 frames per second. I was like, no, we'll go to college. And they figured it out because that's <laughs> it. Like, you cannot do that amount of drawings. That would be ludicrous. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's actually 12. And it's like still too many. Yeah, it's still too many still drawings. Still too yeah. many drawings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like once you get into it, like it's because, it, because you're not just, you know, because there's like a process, you know what I mean? Mm. And you're breaking it down bit by bit. But it is like, it is a, there's a lot of drawing, you know, <laughs> and just yeah, yeah like trying to keep things on model and stuff. It's it becomes yeah, but uh, but yeah, like, I mean, but again, like uh, you know, just like always interested in comics. Mm. 
And um, any types of comics in particular, then, or is it just? Yeah, well, I think the first comic I ever bought was uh, it was in like a head shop again in Derry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like just I suppose like between like the the bongs and pipes and stuff, I found a copy of uh, Spawn. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were gonna say like Robert Crumb or something like no, that. No, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like yeah. nothing that cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like an issue of Spawn, I think like Craig P- Capullo, mm. um, was around at the time, and uh, yeah, like I mean, didn't uh, they didn't have a, a wide selection, you know, because because mm. because I, I went back and tried to try to get some but they, they either ha- had some or they didn't you know mm. I think I got a few more issues to spawn after that but uh, but eventually a comic shop opened you know um, in Derry and all this stuff was like a big really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it is funny to think because there was like a comic shop in Galway but it was absolutely tiny and um, yeah yeah they, they never had anything because they'd have to like like oh we'll have to order away from it because it was so small that yeah, they just yeah. had to ring Dublin and then <laughs> see if it was there and then yeah, get it sent down yeah. you know the one in Derry was, you know, was there for a while, and then it sort of disappeared, and then a, a stall popped up mm. in, in the shopping centre. You know, I just had this we stall for a while, and then that disappeared. And yeah, yeah, it was just uh, you know definitely a precarious business. Yeah. You know, but that was like that was a huge, a huge uh, thing for me. Like you know, and especially in Donegal, just you know, it's just like you feel yeah, yeah. you're so far away from <laughs> any sort of culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, civilization or any culture i was interested in at least you know mm. and uh and you know just like a massive cartoon fan and stuff like you know and stuff. yeah been able to like go into shop and see spider-man comics and yeah and and getting stuff in daily but then uh but at that time um i think it would have been probably 2003 2004 mm. um and uh Gareth Ennis's Punisher would have been coming out at the time. Yeah, I was going to say that it is weird that there's like maybe a lack of comic shops up north at that time, given that Gareth Ennis would have been like, you know, yeah, he's gonna, like such uh, a big deal. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that was, you know, partly one of the reasons the shop opened, you know. Mm. It was kind of like a big, inf- you know, it was sort of taking it from uh, like the British comic scene is a big influence in the north as well. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, in, I think there's a, there's kind of like a more of a link with Belfast and stuff like you know 2000 mm. AD and, and all that stuff but um, but yeah like I mean and, and you know being I think it was around 14 at the time or whatever you know and mm. like uh, and and seeing like uh, an Irish mm. like writer you know like yeah, for sure. doing this stuff you know it was like a massive influence like or, or just a, like a massive inspiration at least you know um, it's just like ah oh, like yeah you know we can make it you that's know. <laughs> not like it doesn't matter how small every time something well like it's funny because i would mock it if like my dad was like you know oh did you know that your cousin was in like a scene in saving private ryan or something <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> but if somebody was like oh they did in-betweens on like teenage mutant ninja turtles I'd be like what yeah, yeah, that's yeah. possible <laughs> are you joking me you yeah, know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah no, that was fun. did you ever read uh the judge dread emerald isle yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like you know because it is it was like an inspiration to be like oh garth ennis is you know that but then he was always very suspect about where he fell yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> i was remembering preacher as well because there's like a scene where like cassidy's origin in preacher right and right. he's in like they cassidy tries to be 
he's at the 1916 right he's in the GPO in 1916 right, right, right. and um, they Porrick Pierce is forcing everybody out on the steps to be killed you know mm, so the history right, is written right. in blood and then um, Cassidy or his brother kick him in the balls mm. and it was and then yeah mixed with like the Emerald Isle stuff it was kind of like you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a that Kitchen Irish arc as well uh, in the Punisher oh I haven't read it yeah so, yeah he no. teams up with like a like a like MI6 like British agent or okay. whatever yeah. Tony's Irish gangsters you know Jesus and, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it's just I don't know I mean you know I just don't know if he's like uh, just sort of trying to demystify or, or kind yeah, of like yeah. knock back a bit of the kind of the patriotism a bit or whatever you yeah, know what I mean sure. or, or if he's like actively hostile to like Irish independence yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely, it's all about what he was exposed to as well. Probably, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of it is like ah, exactly. Like, to yeah, stuff, yeah. You know? I think, I think that's definitely like a, a large. I mean, I haven't read that arc in a long, long time. Like, mm. But uh, I think there's definitely a bit of that in there as well. Like, yeah. You know, like um, you know, a bit of a fuck you to the IRA. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? For for all the atrocities. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's definitely like something because live grown. It's funny because you know people always say it about the English. It was like, oh, they never get exposed to this stuff, so they don't know about everything that happened. You know, but uh, to see Pork Pierce get kicked in the balls, <laughs> that was like the first time where I was like, oh, maybe you know, yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of <laughs> idea of like you know honor and blood and all this sure, type of yeah, stuff isn't of as noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as they're making it out to be. So even like you know, I mean. Just to get you to question that type of stuff as well. Yeah, it's yeah. Definitely worth it. You yeah. Know? It was definitely one of those writers, like, you know, yeah. like just that, 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 yeah, you just don't know where he kind of falls, you know. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, definitely tries to see my, yeah, give, bo- you know, both sides a bit of a run for their money, you know. Yeah, or, for sure. Or, yeah, just, you know, certainly certainly has this kind of controversial uh yeah yeah <laughs> moments you know but yeah he keeps you guessing that's for sure you know yeah but either way you know regardless of his regardless of his politics like uh, <laughs> um to, to just have like a yeah. lad from the north be writing big marvel comics like is, mm, is like, for sure was a huge uh inspiration you know and so then uh were you kind of like when you so when did you leave college actually it was 2014 I finished. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. I'm yeah. terrible with hits. And did you end up like, what did you start kind of pursuing? Were you pursuing like animation adjacent things at the same time as comics or were you just like focused on making, you know, a living at an animation stuff, you know? Yeah, I think I think mainly that. Like, you know, I was just trying to yeah, just make a living, you know. Um mm. Like, uh, like, luckily enough, like I did an internship at a giant animation when I was in college, and uh, I worked on a short uh, film based on a Terry Pratchett. Oh yeah, the yeah. two was it called? Yeah, yeah. the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was made over like two summers or something. Mm. And uh, yeah, like I interned with those lads, and like I, um, they gave me their studio space to come in and. Uh, like work on my short film at the end of the, you oh, know, cool. the last year and stuff, you know, just like a huge, uh, just a huge help, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like I, you know, they like I got work right out of the gate with them, like you know, mm. um, just because I know knew them so well, and like uh, mm. 
Like I, I think I've done like a, a wee bits and bobs for them and stuff like as well, which you know. Um, I think you know proved it was reliable at least, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, uh, yeah, it was kind of there was really no break between college and work, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like I think I finished college on like a, I think it was like a Monday or something, and I was kind of on work on Tuesday, you know. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of straight into it. And I had like yeah, when when you start working as well, then you suddenly like oh my god, I'm never going to have a summer again, almost. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that feeling of just like, I hate this so much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. it. Like, you know, it, was, yeah, it wasn't long before I kind of really felt the, <laughs> felt the sludge, you know. Yeah. And were yeah. you working remotely for Giant then? Or were by that point, or were you... No, like, no, I was, I was working... They had a studio down in uh, um, Kylemore. Yeah. Um, it's just not too far from Ballyfermot, look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was working in house for them, and... Uh, uh, just doing bits and pieces, and then they got the they got the, the contract for Go Jetters. Uh, oh yeah, BBC. yeah. Um, and that was my first major kind of storyboarding gig. You know, I did a bunch of design work on that, and then uh, yeah, it was like full time storyboarding that. You know, mm. um, at the same time, I think it was like you know, I was always kind of doing my own thing, like uh, making wee comics and doing illustration and stuff. Yeah. Um. But definitely at that time, it was just more focused on, certainly in college, you know, it was just more focused on getting a job and like getting into animation. Yeah. Um, you know, what you got with Giant, which is, you know, which is good, obviously. But uh, but just after, I mean, like GoJetters was, was a great experience in terms of, in terms of, uh, really learning the mm. fundamentals of storyboarding, you know, and, and kind of working on a production. Yeah. Um, but, it was, but it was a tight schedule, you know, and, and yeah, really kind of, and it's really how I felt on most projects, mm. you know, is that I just don't, I don't really have a connection with a lot of the shows yeah. I work on, you know. Um, but yeah, it was just, just kind of storyboarding that for about a year and a half, and that's kind of the general Burnt thing. Out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely kind of approaching that, you know, or just like, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of people experience this, but just after college, kind of just, yeah, I suppose I was just kind of set on that, just that goal of getting a job, you know, because mm. um, uh, I think there's, I mean, I don't know if it's kind of just like being Irish or whatever, but yeah. like, a sort of sense of like legitimacy or like mm. some sort of validation of just like, oh, like, you know, I'm like, getting a paid job yeah. you know and uh, you know maybe it's the kind of Donegal thing as well like, yeah you know, well I always thought because there's like a there was like somebody I knew who and you know I guess it never bothered me because I was like oh, I went to like a kind of multi-denominational school and like all the kind of hippy dippy thing growing right, up you right. know what I mean so <laughs> yeah, like yeah. but there was a friend of mine and he came from like a very different background so if yeah, he was yeah. drawing it'd just be like the fuck you doing these cartoons <laughs> for yeah, you know what yeah. I mean yeah. So there is an element of that which I've seen with certain people where they like, you know, it's like it's not just drawing cartoons, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're really like kind of adamant, and I, I imagine that you know there can be a bit of that. Do you know what I mean? Then yeah, where you're just yeah. like, no, this is something I earn a crust with. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> serious business, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's definitely. I think that was definitely kind of holding me back for a long time. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, it was just like this sort of sort of idea that I just had to be working or something I mean you know just the reality of yeah. <laughs> having their money as well you know 
but I think I think I think if you want to kind of do your own thing or, or at least make some sort of art, you know, mm. <laughs> um, you have to you have to sacrifice that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you get to like be uncomfortable while you can be uncomfortable as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, there are certain things like you know, like you know, there's people I know who like have like families and stuff like that. So it's not like an option all the time to be like you know. Um, you know, oh, yeah, pursue sure. the yeah, dream, yeah. man. Yeah, but like, exactly, while yeah. you can, like, you, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You should, because you know, you get you can get caught up in kind of trying to. I mean, it, it's harder now. It's easy for it to say, yeah. but it's so much harder now because of the, like the rent and the way yeah, it is. Exactly. It's like, Look, yeah, you need yeah, yeah. the money to stay up here. Although the, the animation industry is expanding now because you got like Studio Mail or Mal or whatever. Yeah, in, yeah, in, and then um, Ross Common. Yeah, Ross Common. But even then, like they have. A, people working like remotely and freelance you know yeah well that actually uh, that brings up a good question then when did you start like working freelance basically you know uh, yeah yeah uh basically when i moved to toronto you know okay um uh i was just kind of lucky that uh i was staying in an airbnb for the first two weeks mm. until i found a permanent place you know um but uh the guy i was staying with a friend of his worked for an animation studio okay yeah, yeah. and uh he just like got me in touch with him and he sent my portfolio to the the guy who hires people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy who makes those decisions. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um Yeah, and just like a kind of few weeks after that I got an interview and stuff and and yeah, I got a got a job. Uh working on was, uh, I think it was Rusty Rivets. I think the show was called. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rusty Rivets. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, with this like kid who like fixes things. Mm. Um, he has like dinosaurs and stuff, like mechanical dinosaurs. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I think I remember seeing some of this in your like portfolio or something. Ah, uh, you might have yeah. done, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, that was that was a bit of a bollocks, really, because. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I mean, uh, I storyboarded, like, one episode, mm. and, I mean, it was grand experience and stuff, and, well, I mean, t- to get back to your question, in terms yeah. of freelance, like, I mean, it was a, it was a freelance gig, you know, yeah. um, so we didn't have this sort of thing of, like, uh, like, oh, I'm going freelance, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, like, here's a gig, it's freelance, mm. you know, I was just like, all right, cool, you know, it was like, it wasn't, uh, I didn't really think too much about it, you know, yeah, um, but yeah, like I mean, I storyboarded one episode, and it just it was just very much the same thing that I was doing back here, you know. Mm. And um, it was just like I didn't really have a plan. It was just like uh you know, I'll just do you know do the one episode and call it quits, you know. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, the the studio I was working for, uh, Arc, yeah. they they shut down like a week after oh, I finished. Wow. And uh, like I never got paid for the gig or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, that kind of sucked, obviously. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, there's really no. That seems to be a <laughs> fucking. Right. That does seem to be a thing in Canada as well. Like I was thinking about this recently, where like kind of, you know, there are elements of the Irish animation industry which you could term as exploitative. Sure. But in yeah, Canada, yeah, it's a whole it. fucking other ball game. You know, when you think of like. The stories that come out of there with like you know sausage party being the one that comes to mind yeah, <laughs> most of all yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. definitely yeah like, and, uh, seemingly in vancouver like and then then mm. then you know, like the whole vfx there's a big like vfx uh crowd in vancouver and stuff as well and uh, mm. that seems to be that seems to be just a f- 
total nightmare as well. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Like I mean, with that studio, like I mean, they were they were one of the biggest in Canada. They were like four hundred, five hundred employees. And Jesus. Yeah. Like I mean, just like a, a big operation, you know. And they were starting working on their first feature, and people moved there to work for them and stuff, yeah. you know. And and yeah, like I mean, I, I mean, I was kind of happy to. I was happy that I didn't take another episode, you know what I mean? Jeez, yeah, but, of course. Uh, yeah, like, you know, people lost pensions and stuff, you know what I mean? Just, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like, you know, to, to, to like keep hiring people Yeah. when you know yeah. you're in that situation, like, I just don't... That's what... I, I, I just, there's a great video online, I should have recommended it before, probably, but there's, like... Um, God, what's the company? The one that made the Walking Dead games. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah Telltale. Yeah, Telltale, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that was the same thing. It was like on, until like the hour they were yeah, pretty much about yeah. to tell people. Nobody knew, like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like this feeling like, how is this sustainable? Is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, don't wonder, I wonder what the type of mindset is in businesses like that, like where they leave it so long. Is it because like, like... I just don't get it. I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if it's like, oh, we can, you know, pull this out of the bag, yeah. you know, at the last minute, or they're waiting on some sort of investment to come through, yeah. or or what, you know, but to not to not even, like, scale back considerably, yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean, and, and, and to, to... To rope more people into this fucking yeah, mess. Exactly, yeah, exactly, like, you know, it's just mad, like, mm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's... Were you long finding another gig after that, then, or...? Uh, I think after that I took some time and like made like I just made like another comic mm. um, um, for like a, I think it was like a zine fair or something that was going on um, so it took some time to work on a comic but uh, yeah like after that it was uh, I mean Toronto's quite expensive as well you know yeah, yeah. and I was just kind of like running out of money uh, so I eventually took took a job with um I think it was the company that took over uh, Arc's assets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they contacted me and was like, nah, you know, like, I never got paid for my last gig and stuff, you know. And mm. Like, they were still, like, releasing those. They were still, like, making that show, you know what I mean? Um, but eventually I just had to earn some money, like, so yeah, I, took, yeah. I took a job. Uh, but it turned uh, out better that time, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good few few weeks of work, and I ended up I actually. I was still freelance, but I was working. I got the option to work in the studio, you know. Mm. Um, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to uh, pay for the, the software, the and software, stuff. and anything. Nice. Like, you know, and, like, and look, you know, it was downtown Toronto, like yeah. in like a really nice, nice studio and stuff. Like, so that was that was a really, just a nice experience. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, just like. I mean, just doing it for the for the money, like you know, like, yeah. like burning passion for, yeah. for storyboarding or anything, you know. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with those those shows or anything. It's just uh, not doing it for you. Yeah, yeah, just 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 not fulfilling for me yeah. to work on, you know. Um, so um, and then like stuck around there for a little bit longer, and then moved back. Yeah, yeah. So I was working that studio, and then. And uh, oh, I actually got in trouble with the, the <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that that makes it sound sound bad, but yeah, uh, yeah. I just um, they actually 
uh, one day came to me and was like, so I finished one episode and then, uh, you know, he finished an episode. They just like, oh, cool, you know, here's your next package, mm. uh, you know, with all the elements, you know, for the next show. And, you know, they just give you another episode, look, mm. um, and give you your next deadline. Uh, but they were like, uh, when it came to that, they were just like, uh, I can't actually give you another episode. Let me just check what's going on. All right. Uh, yeah, it turned out that um, they they weren't gonna oh, they couldn't keep me on because um there's like a uh there's like a number or something in canada where it's essentially f- uh, for tax subsidies you yeah, know for sure yeah yeah so they have to hire like a certain s- amount of yeah canadians, canadians like yeah. you know and uh yeah, and I wasn't Canadian, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have this. I think if you're a permanent resident or if you're on like a more like a long term visa, yeah, you can you can get it. But but because I was on like a working holiday visa, it wasn't just wasn't uh, yeah, uh, couldn't cut it, you know. And uh, another board artist I knew there um, from France, she she ended up negotiating with her studio, like uh, yeah, the did actually take the the like subsidy out of her pay you know mm. uh to work you know what i mean to, yeah. yeah to to stay employed like uh so it's just uh yeah it's just not it's just like not a great situation you know what yeah. i mean like it, it, can, it can just be difficult to get work like if you're mm. if you're if you're working under that that visa you know i think it's kind of the same here because like, yeah, the industry sure. lies so heavily on tax subsidies um that if you're from outside the european union i think mm. i think it's i mean we've broader scope because of Europe obviously but uh it was a similar thing I think there was a project recently with some studio where it was like they had you know banked on Irish tax subsidies and then once it came to like hiring people they were told like no you actually need to hire people from Ireland as well yeah, for these yeah. roles <laughs> and uh it was like had not and you know but it just was like they were from one of those countries where the animation is like top notch yeah, yeah so a yeah, lot of yeah. times like you know there's I don't know, there are perfectly able, brilliant people here, but sometimes, like, probably not up to the standard of international things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, which is also a fault of, you know, you know, these subsidies are there, hopefully, to try and bridge that gap or, you know, to hopefully you can encourage more programs. And there is a big uh, push at the moment, definitely, with um, new animation skill net programs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, but I think, like, yeah, this studio was kind of like just being very like ruthless with the people that it was judging sure, then. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is all um, gossip and <laughs> speculation. <laughs> I haven't used any names, so it's not <laughs> defamatory. Right? But yeah, uh, no, it is a thing, and it's it's yeah, it's it's that balance that you have to strike between you know, um, I don't know, just hiring local people and then you know yeah yeah no i mean like you know like i think it's it's good for local people as well you know to to try and skill up and 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 work in these studios but yeah Mm. i mean like like most like most animation studios you 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 walk into in ireland like or yeah uh have a huge amount of uh um like foreign employees you know yeah Uh, it's just like i just don't think the 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 skill set is there yeah to, to meet the demand you know not yet yeah um, 
but uh yeah like i mean i, I think it's it's you know like yeah. it's a good thing you know yeah um but i, I think it, it becomes a problem whenever people are are working under precarious circumstances you know like i mean mm. I, like you know my circumstance i wish that studio just would have told me yeah up front sure. you know what i mean that yeah, uh, yeah you know what the situation was you know i mean yeah um, this is the thing you just like you know very often living from like project to project yeah yeah, like, yeah and they only think you know up until the end of this one so once that's done then it's like oh well we don't have anything for you now and it's like you must have known that this would be an yeah, issue. <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah mm. and um, like if you know if you're if you're moving yeah. here from from like spain or yeah or italy or greece or whatever you know uh yeah, look, it's it's you know it's uh, it can be a daunting yeah. experience, especially living in Dublin with the rent and stuff like oh you know God, to, yeah. to just for a project to just end mm. and to not get yeah. hired again, you know. Um, but at the moment, how is how is the freelance gigging going? <laughs> is it decent or are yeah. you making more of a go at the comics than you are at the boarding or is it you know matched basically yeah well I mean I haven't I haven't storyboarded since um, okay since October last year um, that's or, great or September or August even yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Space Chickens in Space was my last gig oh really yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I've just been working on comics uh, yeah. since then you know um uh yeah just uh covers and, and yeah. graphic novels and stuff you know well, you had a project with patrick McHale recently enough. yeah 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 uh bags how did you get in touch with him uh well basically the whole, whole time i was in toronto just kind of mm. working on bits and bobs and, and comics and stuff you know and uh or, or like portfolio pieces like yeah and um like like being being in like such close proximity to the states um uh, I went to like a bunch of like the kind of big cons and stuff, you know. Mm. I really helped that like a lot of my friends were going there as well, like. Uh, but yeah, basically, um, I, I sent my portfolio or I handed in my portfolio to to Boom, right? Uh, Boom Studios at um, it was probably like New York Comic Con or something. I don't know. I mean, anyways, they had, they had my portfolio on file. Yeah. Uh, I was just, uh, it was on my last episode of Space Chickens and I just got an email uh, from the editor, Boom, uh, asking if I was interested in working on this project. Oh, right. you know? that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they just had my, my portfolio on file or whatever, you know, and uh, I think Pat looked at it and was like, yeah, you know, maybe we could ask this guy if he's available. You that's know? amazing though, because like so often you could kind of be deterred from sending a portfolio in somewhere, ah, they could probably get a million of these, so it's not even worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. No, it's like it's really worked out you know that that approach really worked out well for me you know mm. like uh just like going to the cons and handing my portfolio and, and going to the portfolio reviews and stuff like yeah. you know um like after the the first big con i went and handed him a, a portfolio uh um i got contacted by an editor uh, not long after saying yeah. you know hey it's, you know senior portfolio at mm. uh um it was a c2e2 in, in chicago mm. and uh yeah, like I mean, you know, it's, it it definitely works, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know what determines like, because uh, like you say, I mean, I'm sure they get a ton of portfolios, you know. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just put on like a nice like cover image and stuff, you know, and mm. I, I think that kind of makes you stand out, like you know. Yeah. 
uh, you, you do see a lot of people these cons walking around and they don't have a cover image on their portfolio okay. you know and I yeah. think that does make a big a big difference you know and have my email kind of prominently displayed and stuff yeah. you know so yeah just like kind of make it easier to get in yeah. touch like. so it's like most portfolios you know just have like one little bit that'll make him stand out in your mind yeah it's yeah. like you know I don't know, like something a bit more personalized so it's not just a collection of images that are put together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, yeah. Something, yeah, just something that's going to stand yeah. out, like, or, or at least, uh, at least to show up front mm. what you can do, you know. My friend had this thing and he was like, um, I think he was just really weird about printing. He just really was obsessed with printing things. Right, know? yeah, yeah. But he wanted to see how small he could print a comic book, you know. <laughs> right. So he printed one, like, <laughs> almost like, and it was, still, it was still legible. Yeah, It was yeah, a yeah. tiny little comic book that was about the size of a business card. You yeah, know? yeah. And then he just wrote his name on the back of it, so he yeah. handed them out as business cards. Ah, totally, little, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, no, all this stuff's yeah, good yeah. idea, you know. Um. Um, yeah, stuff that, like, also, you know, so there's a there's a limit to the amount of merch that you should be going for. Yeah, <laughs> you know, where it's like people are just gonna throw it into the back of their car and it's gonna yeah, blow away yeah, next exactly, time they go yeah. to fucking IKEA. You know? <laughs> no, um, that's it. Like, yeah. uh, I think I think you know uh, a lot of like editors and stuff can just weigh down by comics and stuff. Yeah, know? yeah. But usually, like if you if you show, if you go to those big booths, like yeah, uh, at those big shows, and just hand in your portfolio. Would you get feedback as well from them as well, or? No, no, just if uh, just if they're going to hire you, like, you know, yeah. but uh, I don't think they really did. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. that's it, like, you know, they're just too busy, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's how, that's basically how I got my start, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, um, And when did you, um, and also you have the Comics Jam that you do. Wait, sorry, is that not what I'm saying? Is that the correct thing I'm saying? Yeah, the Comics yeah, Jam, comics yeah, yeah, sorry. the Dublin yeah. Comics Jam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did you start that up, or was it started already and it's just been on the go for yeah, a few years? Yeah, yeah, no, it started... I don't know the actual exact date. I could be completely wrong, but I think mm. it might have been like 2008, maybe. Yeah. Uh, set up by Paddy Lynch and Phil Barrett. Um, mm. And yeah, it's just been kind of going all these years, you know. Uh, and then uh, like my girlfriend, Kate, uh, she, she started going um, probably around 2010 or 11 or something, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind of a just got more and more involved and yeah and kind of help help run it you know and uh then kind of patty and phil got families and kids yeah, and stuff yeah. you know what i mean just got kind of less time to to deal with it you know so uh it's okay just um took over full time yeah um uh yeah and that's kind of basically how i got yeah. involved you know um and just kind of yeah just try and try and facilitate it um, I mean, she's 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 the kind of primary force behind it, you know, and really keeps mm. it, keeps it going. Um, it's yeah. on in um, uh, the Thomas House, Thomas House, uh, well. Thomas okay. Street, yeah. Um, uh, and it starts at seven. You just go and from seven to about half nine. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a great like it's it, you know gets you out of the house for yeah, a start, yeah, you know, for sure. and uh, and yeah, it's just like a you know a good space to just sit and draw and yeah. and and. To, to kind of break through I mean the kind of most difficult thing about making comics is like or or doing any kind of storytelling I suppose is just uh, kind of working up the courage you know yeah for sure and, uh, I don't know it's good for just kind of just being letting go people, and being yeah, social yeah, as well and, and just know? and 
you know, the idea is to for one person to draw a panel and for the next person to draw the next That's panel the and stuff, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, you just kind of end up with almost a kind of nonsensical uh, little comic at the end, but it's just a it's just a great exercise for for just getting getting going, you know. Yeah, you can get really bogged down in just like having some vision and you're like, okay, I need to get this completed. Yeah, but yeah. when you're forced to like share with somebody else, then mm. you come up. You know what I mean? It's like you know, it's like exercise, except for you know your brain, you know <laughs> your drawing hand. Uh, it happens, like you know, because I didn't realize it until rather recently. But you do get like rusty, and like you do kind of yeah, like definitely yeah, yeah. fall off. And then also you can get like, I think there was like a thing. It was like an NPR thing for This American Life. They talked about a guy who like lost his nerve with baseball, basically. Right, yeah. And he just yeah, kind yeah. of like never got it back. He just yeah, kind of couldn't. Yeah. Because he, he was thinking yeah. too much about it. Or yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what will happen sometimes with like drawing. You, well, hopefully you will get back. But I'm just saying like <laughs> sometimes, you know, you can kind of just, you have this like block or something. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you, or a project can be so kind of insurmountable in your head that yeah, it ends up yeah. taking over your whole, you know, thought space. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they just have to drop it or do like exercises and stuff and just remember that like, okay, this is like a process and stuff. It's yeah, not like yeah, this exactly, rigid yeah. thing that, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Definitely definitely like the the process aspect is, is mm. huge. Like coming like that realisation. Like the first comic I made, uh Scott, like Yeah. It took me like a year to make that thing, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like uh and I mean I mean, it took me like about a month to actually make it, but mm. to, to get to the point, you know, where I could actually just work up the the kind of self-confidence you know to, yeah, yeah to just make the thing you know um yeah like i mean it really like it really takes takes a lot to just push through that kind of anxiety you know yeah, i mean I don't, sure. I don't really know what it is just like you know if, if you know it's the same with every project like you know and the thing i'm yeah. working on now as well it's the same thing you just have to you know believe in yourself yeah you know? yeah or like just kind of ignore that voice in your head. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's on our, our uh, life drawing teacher. Shout out to Laura Venables, mm. where she was like, you know, tell that voice in your head to fuck off. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because there is this thing that is always, you know, um, just, just I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I've, it's been something I've been living by for the past few months now, or like month or so. But um, I read a thing. Kieran Duffy like posted a tweet where he was saying that like you know. Um, sometimes the act the act of just drawing should be enough like where you yeah, should be able yeah, to like draw on a sheet yeah. of paper and throw it into the fire you yeah, know what I mean? yeah but there is a thing and it, and you know what it comes up a lot during as well is inktober yeah, you know what i mean because yeah, yeah. people are like feeling the need to put out these big scrolls going yeah, i am yeah. abstaining from inktober this right. year because, and you're just like what i don't care like you know what i mean and neither should you you should just yeah, do like, it I mean, if you, you want to no not, you know yeah, yeah exactly yeah no definitely like yeah, yeah. i mean that's uh, yeah, i don't following october yeah. um just because it's just actually when i work and give myself yeah you know? yeah yeah but um i mean i can get why people are intimidated because there is mm. some like amazing stuff that yeah. comes out every year you know and, like people like really really knock it out of the park you know but mm. uh but yeah like just getting into that headspace where it becomes just too intimidating and yeah, stressful yeah. it's just like it's just not a good place to be you know no like it should and like, you're not making anything, you know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the best, the best place to be, I think, in terms of drawing, is is where you're just, you know. I mean, I guess we maybe kind of talk about flow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it's getting it's uh, yeah it's just getting in the headspace where you're kind of it's a zen like thing you know <laughs> yeah but it's, it's all uh, you know it's kind of with striking a balance because you do have yeah. to you kind of you do have to like think about what you're doing as well mm. you know and like and like be considered but 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 also not think about it too much yeah <laughs> you yeah. know so it is a bit of a tightrope walk like you know but but definitely but underlying all that fundamentally is is, is to not be restricted you know yeah is to, exactly is to yeah like i say just have that kind of self-belief you know yeah and, for sure and yeah like i mean like uh, i just come off a big project there which is really great you know like mm. um uh, uh, bog bodies with Declan Shelby. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked yeah. great. Ah, uh, cheers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a great project and all, but just, mm. just like after finishing it, you know, like once you're doing it, it's just like you kind of have all these ideas and stuff mm. for because because making a graphic now is you know is kind of a rigid process, you know, yeah, yeah. and you can experiment within it and stuff, and 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 that's great and all, but but there's definitely a kind of uh, I suppose like a limit or you have to kind of work within a certain constraint mm. you know that you've that you've established yourself at the start you know yeah um but but yeah like once a funny started you know it's just like really you, you kind of try and like attack these projects that you've had in your head for a while exactly. you know and it's just like yeah it's just like like you say just totally like insurmountable you know mm. and uh and then just tying that into the anxiety about like making money and like yeah, you yeah. know how how is this gonna like yeah well, it was a completely uh, different headspace as well that's the yeah other thing. yeah like you know when you go around carrying a world for ages and then you just it's, as soon as you're like done with it it's not like you know all that those thoughts go away do you know what i mean yeah yeah and then exactly, you still yeah. like probably find yourself like looking at something going like oh this would have been a great panel here and then you go oh, well that's over do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah it does kind of kind of linger with you yeah yeah, I mean, I try, I try to just kind of disconnect yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the projects after I'm done, you know. Yeah. Uh, and try and try and move on to the next thing, like. But, uh, but yeah, you really just have to, you know, and it's, and it's you have to just learn that every yeah, single yeah. time, every project, you know, just to like, like, all right, now I can do this, or yeah, even yeah. I can't. Who cares, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so we're at about an hour now. Oh, cool, so cool. Um, we like to end most of these uh, podcasts with um, just, sorry, it's a thing called, I call, whistle while you work. And we ask, uh, what do you listen to when you work, if you listen to anything, um, podcasts or music? And if you got one each, that's no harm either. Yeah, it's uh, Jesus hard to narrow down, huh? Yeah. Um, I definitely listen to a lot of music. Like, yeah. Um, Is there any song at the moment that sticks out? Particular song? I'm listening to a lot of like Jonathan Richmond at the minute. Oh, I love Jonathan yeah, Richmond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what was the one? Um, did you ever see that seven-minute live version of Ice Cream Man? No. It goes on forever, <laughs> and then like, there's like a bit like he just you know it's the same repetition of like, Ice Cream Man, and he just mm. does it again and again, and then eventually it ends, and he's like. Thank you very much. Our next song is going to be one more, one more time. <laughs> now I scream, man. Please ring your bell. We're singing about music that I've learned to love so well. And I scream, man. Please ring your time on the afternoon. So far. 
You know, that's the thing with John. It comes yeah. back to the kind of like self confidence, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like that kind of unbridled, just creative energy. You yeah, know? the joy and everything. And it was very funny because I heard about like when he was performing at Modern Lovers. Yeah, yeah. Like they did their first one and then Roadrunner was like a smash hit. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, okay, yeah. we need to just keep playing that so people get it into their heads. And mm. he just would not play it <laughs> at every like gig that he went to, do you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah so, so definitely at the minute, Jonathan, Jonathan Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just like a ton of podcasts, like a ton of like history podcasts and stuff. Mm. Um, I really like uh, this podcast called Unexplained. Oh, yeah. Um, just about like mysteries and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, just about like weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just is unexplained, you know. Um, um well, I'm trying to think if I have one now because I was never forget. Th- I never remember music when I um. Actually, wait, I got one. I got one. Give me a sec. I'm just looking at my Spotify playlist. This is how on the fly I'm doing this shit. Um, where the fuck? Oh, yeah. I'll edit this out. Won't be as long. Um. Yeah, I'm listening to um. I listen to any Squarehead at the moment. They're you know, they're a local band, and they had a song "Fake Blood," which I thought was very good. So I'll Ooh, say yeah, that to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they have a song uh, "2025," right? Yeah, they yeah, do, yeah. yeah Kayla yeah. loves that. Kayla's my girlfriend. She's uh, started listening to them now because our friend's uh, um, dating one of the people in the band. Ah, cool, cool. Um, yeah. Has been for a long time, but for some reason now, uh, I think she's going to a gig of theirs on Saturday. So right. ah, she cool, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get get learnt. And uh, so she started like listening to some and uh, yeah, she really liked 25, 25. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I had that, I had a... Um, I try to put together playlists of music for like if I want to for particular projects I'm working on mm. sometimes. It hasn't worked yet, <laughs> you know. I mean like uh, just to listen to while you're working yeah, on it. Yeah, like, I just or? feel like maybe like some of it will rub off on it sure, and yeah. get into the mood and yeah, I'll understand yeah, yeah, some yeah, things yeah. but yeah. hasn't worked yet. <laughs> um but like I'm obsessed with the I have this thing I've been making like a mad, like just a crazy person. Nobody asks for it. Nobody wants it. And every time I keep making it, you know, which is uh, combat action teens. So I have this like, it's like Saturday morning cartoon group right, of people, yeah, yeah. but they're kind of, you know, millennials basically. And so they're dealing with like, you know, not being able to pay rent and shit. Sure, like this. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I just can't shake it. So, <laughs> so I've made like a bunch of tracks together about like people just being broke you know and uh but i was really surprised because like you know there's like you know there's like early 90s then 80s and late 70s kind of like you could find like loads of kind of punk music in america about like you know oh i'm broke and i got nothing to do and i got nowhere to go and then um now i've noticed more and more like within the past 10 years anyway that like uh, rap and hip hop is like becoming more like that, you know. Mm, sure, <laughs> I was yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. um, what's that? Those they did like fuck or Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, they're, they're I can't remember their name now. Somebody would be just shouting at their computer <laughs> now. Um, of the twenty people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> but like, yeah, uh, Niall in particular, he loves them. I think they're called like TPM, but I don't know. I but see, uh, they no, did one. Nerd. I've heard this this song they did today. They're they're actually a, a group from Dundalk, and right, uh, yeah, yeah. 
they did um they did a song about um just being on the dole mm. and it was like this is great i love this you know <laughs> so you yeah there's a, a, there's a guy from uh i think he's from Johara, mm. um uh jinx lennon oh, i haven't heard of yeah, him no it's fucking classic. that's amazing um he's a yeah it's just like i mean i guess you could call it like folk or like yeah some sort of branch of that you know but uh yeah like just just uh just an absolute madman yeah yeah on stage you know and uh again just like a great kind of creative energy mm. and uh yeah and no, i'm well worth checking out like um so I'll look up jinx lennon put that in the show notes yeah. as well um so yeah, I guess that closes it out. And um, what do you have to plug? What are you working on? What do you? Where can people find you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose I'm on you know uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, have a site as well. You can kind of mm. look at some of my stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, bags or a story thereof. Um, yeah, with, with Pat McHale, um, based on one of his short stories, uh, creator of Over the Garden Wall. Uh, yeah, yeah. People are into that. Um, thinking of watching it now because it's like well when we're recording this now it's October so I'm yeah like it's definitely over the garden wall season yeah yeah real sure. treat um, um, I'm going to be at uh, Decaf uh, on Saturday the Dublin Comics Art Festival oh yeah yeah um, uh, yeah hopefully I'll, I'll have some like new prints and stuff for that and, and hopefully I'll be selling bags there as well and uh, yeah I just wrapped up uh, Bog Bodies um, with the Deck and Shelby um you know, Arabs for like Marvel mm. and stuff. Um, but he's also uh, a writer. He's worked with uh, Phil Barrett on Savage Town. Cool. Um, it's uh, like a sort of yeah. Uh, Bob Body's like a kind of crime horror story, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, which I think will be out April next year. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'm just sort of at the minute just making stuff yeah <laughs> um I'm for yourself gonna, yeah yeah pretty much yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of writing a comic at the minute cool uh, um sort of a, i mean uh, hopefully it'll be a kind of collection of sh- like kind of short horror comics you know mm. not explicitly horror but um yeah just like weird little yeah, stories yeah. uh yeah yeah and it probably looks for some 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 actual work in a little bit so yeah, yeah. uh you know, if anyone wants to give me some so yeah, co- cover work or something, you know, uh, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just mainly trying to focus on my my own stuff at the minute. You know. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. You can find us on www.wearehackinc.com and then at wearehackinc on most things except for SoundCloud, which is just at hackinc for some reason. Um. Anyway, until next time. Bye bye. <laughs>
right, now it's recording. Hey, it is recording. All right.